Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I'm your host, Hanan Al-Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Empowered to Grow. This is your host, Hanan Elbash. I'm The smile, as you can see, is super wide today. I've got one of my oldest, dearest friends, university buddy, Dr. Lamia Tawfiq, and um, she is... Well, she's a jack of all trades and master of all of them, in my point of view. And uh, Lamia has a corporate job at this point in time, which we'll not talk about that much. But <laughs> she's also a performing artist and she is a storyteller, which is super, super exciting for me. Lamia, hi. Hi. <laughs> my smile is my Thank you so much, Hanan. Thank you for uh, inviting me to be on this show. I wish we were together in the same city. I want to give you yeah. a big, big hug. We're planning that. <laughs> we're planning that very soon. The pandemic is kind of brushing away and we're going to have that chance soon. Amazing. So, amazing. Thank you for I, having me. This, oh, it's my pleasure, my friend. Um, I start with a question always of Empowered to Grow. What, mm-hmm. how does that phrase resonate with you? What does it mean? What kind of feelings come up for you when, when we're using the phrase? <laughs> mm. Wow. Uh, we're going to the deep end immediately. <laughs> yeah, always, you know, with me, it's like, we, we can swim. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think empowered to grow, uh, for me at least, it means having the uh, knowledge and know-how to to develop. That's how I see it, at least. Uh, so empowerment is all about um, being capable of using knowledge and know and what you know already, uh, and using that to sort of like enrich your life and develop. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's definitely a unique way of seeing it. But no, I love it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> From that perspective, then, I, you are empowered to grow. And you're also empowering others to grow, including the children, which is a fascinating um, impact that you've got. How, like, tell us a bit about your story, how that has transitioned for you. I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm empowering kids per se, but I... What I would say is that um, my story is I started with the performing arts in 2009. So when you and I knew each other at uni, I wasn't doing any of that. Yes, I know. (laughs) We were doing journalism and other things and photography. Exactly. We were were working in the student newspaper, exactly. Um, And so... And so the performing arts for me was something that uh, came into my life in my 30s. Um, so the interesting thing is that the interesting thing is that where I found in it uh, enrichment. When I stepped on stage, I didn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. I was like, this 
is home for me, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and that, that's, how, that's how I felt. Um, yeah. And I started by doing stand-up comedy. Um, so I really started um, doing the most difficult kind of performing arts, in my opinion, because you're on your own, you're on stage or the microphone, and you got to be funny. <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah. so uh, it's it's it was it was a lot of pressure, but I, but I enjoyed it. I just I just enjoyed being on stage, um, and so afterwards I started exploring other kinds of performing arts. So I started doing um, storytelling and acting, and and I eventually I ended up uh, actually not doing stand up anymore. So I don't do stand up anymore, um, but it's because I found myself in the other kinds of performing arts. And so yeah. these other forms of arts enriched me more, I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so I allowed myself to grow with the performing arts. I allowed myself to explore different parts of me, different parts of my creative um, self um, and to really find myself in, in certain parts of it. And so, uh, I guess I guess the answer to your question is that uh, I don't attempt to inspire people. <laughs> At least, uh, I mean, not intentionally. I don't I don't go out there inspiring people. But I I always want to inspire my own self and just to 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 grow. Uh, if someone finds that inspiring, then yay. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But I, I don't. But that I, is the inspiring part, and that is the empowering part. The part that you are living to, like you are living towards your true or representing your core. That is something. Even though, yeah, you say I started in my thirties, which is okay. We all, most of us, have done the, the major pivots in our thirties. I think that's where a lot of wisdom comes in, <laughs> and a lot of being in tuned with with your core, with you know who you truly are. And that in itself is empowering because you also have a doctorate degree. I do. I um, I got a doctorate degree in 2010 or 2011. I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, I, I did uh, go ahead and do that as well. I worked on learned Italian, and you know, I was I was joking about uh, this with someone recently. I was saying I don't have enough life, and he's like, "What do you mean?" I was like. There's so much I want to do, and it's just me. And I and he's like, okay, I'm completely losing it here. Like, what, what? he's like, I'm losing. I get you. I get what that means. I get what that and means. I said, I said, you know what I want? I want other clones of me to go out and do the things that I I can't do because I don't have time. But I want to feel the joy of what they're feeling. <laughs> so. I, so when I, I have the multiverse, that. you know, the multiverse. So I was like, do the thing. I want you to do that for me. I want to share and kind of, you know, have that. this <laughs> memories, feelings, everything in the same exactly. the central station. <laughs> exactly. And then he said, that's science. And, yeah, that's, <laughs> I hope so. And then he said, and then my friend said, oh, I can't deal with your artist mind. <laughs> But that, but that is the inspiring part that that you wanted something you want different things and they don't really have to be connected like in a very obvious way but somehow they connect to you yeah and, yes and totally that is, that is a beautiful part they they you know what i cannot do anything 
if I don't have passion for it. I just, I can't. I, it, it, and it's, it's actually, yeah, you might think it's a good thing, but I think it's actually a really spoiled way of doing, of going about life because I just want to have fun doing everything. And it's like, and that's not how life works, right? Because sometimes you do things that are not fun. I think life works the way you want it to work. I mean, yeah, we, we know that by now. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So from, from this perspective and from, from where you are today, what advice would you go back and impart on your 19 year old self? <laughs> oh dear. 19, uh, sophomore, junior year. Okay. Yep. Not someone back at university. Yep. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I really, like from my uni years, I regret not doing um, more activities at uni. You know, you remember our university, I mean, the American University in Cairo is just like a wonderful place where there's so many things going on. Yes, true. But I didn't do that. I was more like, oh, I'm going to go out with my friends or like, you know, chilling and, and then looking back, I'm like, why did I join this club or that club or this club or that club? Yeah, I don't yeah. know why I didn't, yeah. you know, but why I didn't I explore didn't. further. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't I just go and explore more things? You know, um, I think, uh, I think that's, that would be one of my, my, uh, my uh, uni regrets that I wish I had done that. Um, other than that, I would have really encouraged myself to, uh, I don't know, to, to develop a passion early on. You know, I was so focused on academics. I guess they're both related, the first two points, I guess. But I was really focused on academics mostly. And um, I did all those summers because I wanted to graduate a semester early. Like, why? Like, mm-hmm. in retrospect, <laughs> why did I even do that? you know um and so um so yeah I guess I guess that would be that would be it however uh my journey inside uni was also driven by passion um I don't you might not know this but when I entered uh, uni I was going to study engineering computer science <laughs> because that was the right <laughs> computer science <laughs> Exactly, because that was the right thing to do, you know. Um, and then, like after the first physics course, I was like, "Nope, that's not happening." Changed. Uh, did one? I was like, "Fine, you know, I'll do business or economics." Took a business class. Took an economics class. Didn't like neither of them. And I was like, "Okay, oh, what I really, really want to do is study something like psychology or or journalism." And so I ended up. I ended up actually uh, majoring in in psychology and then minoring in mass comm, but then I got cold feet. Oh, my second biggest regret at uni. I should have never done that. I switched my major into the minor and my minor into the major because I thought graduating as a psychologist, and remember back in the day, we didn't have Google at our fingertips. Yeah, yeah. I thought being a psychologist meant that I was not going to be like, I wasn't going to have work or like it's something that you just study and like what are you going to do with it you know back in the day we didn't know things right Mm -hmm. um and so not to say that I don't enjoy the media or journalism but then I think I would have probably done better I don't know like you know I hate using the word regret but it's one of those things you're like what if I didn't do that you know I, I wanted to study medicine but 
I, I was 16 when I had to make the decision. So I, of course, I was stubborn and decided, nope, not doing that because my parents wanted me to be a doctor. Yeah. About 30 years later, I became a doctor, but my way, like, you know, I'm my way, yeah. business. <laughs> so, so from that perspective then, and if we take kind of a time capsule to the future, what would you like your 90-year-old self to thank you for today? Uh, for not settling, I think my 19-year-old self would say uh, thank you for just, just doing whatever you uh, felt like doing, felt like exploring. Um, I think uh, my 19, I don't think my 19-year-old self would have ever imagined me now. No, you're 90. Um, I want your 90, your future self. Oh, you're 90. Oh, sorry. I thought like, you know, oh, sorry. I got no, that. no, we, we figured we we've sorted out your 19 year old self. She's, she's doing well. My 90 year old self. What is my 90 year old self going to say? Yeah. What's she going to thank you for today? Uh, you were on the right track, not settling. That's good. <laughs> okay. I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> Cause now I have to think like, uh, <laughs> um, paradigm shifts. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Not settling. And also, um, for, for not, not, yeah, for not being, um, closed into, uh, just one track, a one track, uh, mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, for being there for my family, my friends, for being, I feel, I, or at least I try to be the best version of me as much as I can. And, um, and that, I think that's, that's something that, you know, for me, it's very important. And I think my 19 year old self would probably appreciate that. I love that. So, <laughs> Okay, our, our last question is, you're on a stage, you've been on stages, this time it's a different setting though. So you're mm-hmm. on a stage and uh, you're talking to tens of thousands of women and the speech is about, or the talk is about being empowered to grow. What would be that last message you leave them with? That sum up for them. I would say leave no stone unturned I would say go out there um sounds cliche but really follow your heart see what you want to do um give it a shot and don't think about what if I fail um because there's no such thing as failing there is not liking something failing is like such a big word so I would just say don't don't double guess yourself. Just go, do it, <laughs> do it, and 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 just give it a shot, because yeah. you live one. Yolo, Yolo. Yolo. <laughs> Yolo is a way of life for sure. I have a serious case of Yolo and FOMO. I'm trying to use like I'm trying to do today's lingo, right? <laughs> so when you have Yolo and FOMO together, yeah. <laughs> There's you. There's, there's you, you living life <laughs> to the fullest, which is amazing. <laughs> Amir, thank you so much, my friend. It's been a true pleasure. 
Where could Thank our viewers and listeners connect with you in virtual space? Uh, well, I'm on Instagram. So um, Instagram.com uh, and then it's Lamia Taufik. So it's L-A-M-Y-A dot Taufik, T-A-W-F-I-K. Yeah, we're going to write this down somewhere. Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to have it in the show notes. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, they're always okay. there. I just like it that, okay. you know, everyone talks their, their links rather than just see the links. I, okay, so let me be on Instagram. Um, I don't have a public Facebook page, my, my private one. So, But I think the Instagram one is where I sometimes put all my things there. So that's nice. Well, <laughs> that. Thank you. It was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Hannah. This was so much fun. <laughs> and thank you for this kind of boost of, of positivity and, and joy. There's, there's a lot of joy in talking to you. Thank you so much. And to you, look at that smile. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for joining us. And um, I think I'll take what Lamia just said at the end is leave no stone unturned. I think that's that's the beautiful thing about life. Um, every day, put in your mind that it's part of your personality, part of your identity, part of your journey is to explore something new. No matter how small, how big, how daunting it might seem, it only takes one step. It only takes one Google search, that would, which we didn't have before. <laughs> it only takes reaching out to one person. Exploring something doesn't necessarily mean you're 100% committed right now just means that this might open up your horizons to find something that truly means something to you and that you can develop and kind of grow your passion with it. So thank you for joining us as always. I wish you love, abundance and prosperity and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.